second. You know, I did, I just listened to it this morning, mm-hmm. or yesterday, mm-hmm. so I did mm-hmm. pick up on that. Okay, good. But I, I don't know anybody on our listening audience on my side that watches this. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to be absolutely confused. They're like, okay. They're like, wow. <laughs> uh, so welcome everyone. Hi guys. To another episode of Northern Frights, a podcast about paranormal and true crime in the Midwest Specifically, the states of Minnesota, <laughs> Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois. I had to think about all the states that surround us. Illinois, North and South Dakota, mm-hmm. Michigan, probably other states that surround the general upper Midwest region. Mm-hmm. Um, so welcome. 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 It's a very special. The most special it's day. It's the most special mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Because it's my birthday. It's Anna's birthday. It's my birthday. Yay. Thanks for being born. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you put a lot of work into it. I no. did. I, I absolutely did. Except I did nothing. <laughs> We're going to play a song for you. I just yes. realized that I don't know if it's going to start off right away. So why don't you just kind of chit-chat here for a second. I'll, uh... I am chit-chatting right now. Mm-hmm. Chit-chatting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do have an update. We're going to do two episodes this week because our last one was mm-hmm. in June, mm-hmm. three weeks ago. Because mm-hmm. So we're going to give you two this week. Yeah, so watch out. It's going to be pretty exciting. Very exciting. I know that the story that I want to do for the second one is a very interesting story at least to myself I think it's really interesting mm-hmm. so I hope that I can actually do really good research on it you'll so, do great yeah I'm almost there I'm almost there I'm almost there come on like I was just like there we go there we go here we go here we go okay make sure the volume's up high enough I hope you guys enjoy those are the only lyrics no like this I swear the song goes Happy birthday! <laughs> Thank you very much! This is the song that Alyssa gave me this morning. Happy birthday! <laughs> Thank you very much! And it's so beautiful. Instead of singing the traditional happy birthday song, That's, we had to be original. That is the only song that I want to be sung to me for the rest of my life. <laughs> happy birthday! Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I really hope this room is actually as soundproof as we think. <laughs> I also hope it's not. I hope be so. Hilarious. Like, well, the girl that's sitting outside sounding is probably just like, God damn. <laughs> Why? We also are in a different room, so it might mm-hmm. sound a little different today. Yeah. Well, I'm going to turn this up a little. So we get all the noise. All the noise. All the noise. Oh, I'd also like to apologize for the last episode where I was trying to move the peanut shell away from it because <laughs> it was the loudest sound I've ever heard. <laughs> it was like dragging a dead body or <laughs> Just like glass over glass. <laughs> 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 
And where I was like, we, wow. Where did we do that one? It was over in the library oh, area. Okay. Like, it was, like, not even, like, the actual shell. It was, like, that inside, just, like, the wrapping on the, sh- like, peanut. And it, apparently it made the loudest noise humanly possible. So I apologize for that I for everybody. It. Very good. So, all right. Should we kick this off? Well, mine. Oh, I apologize. I have one more announcement. I'm really sorry. (laughs) Really sorry. Uh, We got an email address for Northern Fright. So when we send this to you, it'll actually come from an actual quote unquote business email that we set up yesterday on Gmail. It'll be northernfrights19 at gmail.com. High five. High five. So make sure that you add it because if you are on our previous list, mm-hmm. you'll you'll be added into the new one. Mm-hmm. And if you want, email in ideas. Yeah. For the yes, Midwest. I would Listener be happy. stories. Listen. Ooh. Ooh, that'd be exciting. It's like Mom. all three people. <laughs> Mom. You have one you wanted me to talk about. Yeah, so yeah, email yeah. it in. And yeah, show ideas mm-hmm. and the general Midwest area would be great. Yep. If you're um, like, there's a state that you don't include in the Midwest, and here's a story from it, please do. Yeah, please and you do. Can, especially if it's really special. Yeah, only if it's really special. Only. We don't want to hear your garbage <laughs> stories. <laughs> Keep them to yourself. God. Okay. Anyway, that was that. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. So my story is really long. So do you want to go long? Where's yours? How long is yours? Um. We can. It's like I'm two just and a half you. pages. It is. a lot of words. So. A lot of words. You know what? Go. I'll go first? Yeah. All right. Mine is, per usual, a crime story. Yeah. Um, it's about Shirley Carter, and she lived in, uh, lives, lived Lived. in rural Iowa in the town of Laconia. Laconia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, in 2015, um, Shirley Carter, she's a wife and a farmer. And she was shot and killed after having her morning coffee with her husband. The murder of Shirley started a legal battle between the father and a son. Oh, interesting. The father, Bill Carter, sued his son Jason two years after the murder because he believed that it was the only way in which he and his other family members could get justice for Shirley's murder. Interesting. In December of um, 2017... A civil jury found Jason Carter, um, their youngest son, responsible for his mother's death, mm. and ter- determined that Jason must pay $10 million to Shirley's estate. Dang. Ooh, that's heavy, right? Yeah. All right, so I was at first wondering, what's the difference between civil and criminal? Correct. Because I wasn't sure, like, what are the criteria for finding someone guilty there mm-hmm. in civil? Mm-hmm. So I looked that up really quick, and... Basically, the case is brought by, like, an individual against another individual. Okay. Um, the wrongdoer is not punished, but they, and I'm going to quote this next part, he suffers only so much as is necessary to make good the wrong he has done. Okay. So that's their their um, purpose Definition. for civil. Okay. Um, the jury does not need to be unanimous, and there must only be, like, a preponderance of evidence. Mm-hmm in order to make find them responsible. Mm. So that's like where it's different mm. where um in criminal they the object is to punish the wrongdoer to give um strong whatever so that other people don't c- commit the same or similar crime. Mm-hmm. 
to reform the person. Um, and this was interesting to me to quote, satisfy the public sense that wrongdoing ought to be met with retribution. So if the public even sees it as something that's wrong and against the public mm-hmm. um, mental status, mm-hmm. I'll say, they mm-hmm. that's another reason you could be criminally, criminally tried. I guess. Okay. Okay, so um, in civil, you're found responsible. In criminal, you're found guilty. Okay. And it must be, be beyond um, reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. And the jury needs to be unanimous. Okay. So civil can be things like breach of contract, defamation, negligence, and malpractice. Mm-hmm. Well, as we all know, criminal is like burglary, assault, murder. and murder. Yeah. All right. So I just murder. murder. So yeah. I thought I'd look that up because I was curious. Yeah. All right. So on June 19 of 2015, mm-hmm. as I had said, Shirley she had waken up and prepared breakfast for herself and her husband Bill, mm-hmm. and after eating and talking about their plans for the day, the couple of 52 years um, goes to a local coffee shop and gets coffee. Okay. Um, Shirley and Bill then go home, and Shirley goes to do chores around their 1,000-acre farmland. So wow, it's massive. that's a big land, yeah. Okay. Yep. And Bill went off to haul corn. Mm-hmm. Bill, As you do. Huh? As you do. As you do in <laughs> Iowa. As, yeah. Bill receives a phone call that changes his life. Um, Jana, their daughter, called to say, Dad, Mom's dead. <gasps> in which okay. she added that Jason... Um, said that he had found their mom on the floor of the kitchen, and at that time he hadn't called 911 yet. Mm. Apparently his first call was to Jana. Interesting. And then um, a few minutes later he called 911 after that. So Bill hurries home and apparently kissed the wife, or the forehead of his wife, Mm. who had been shot twice by a rifle. Oh my God. Yeah. That's pretty sad vision there. How sad. 52 years your whole life. Yeah. Um, Bill and Shirley um, met when they were in high school, Mm -hmm. and they got pregnant with their first child when they were, like, 16 and 17, and so they got married. So they've been literally their whole lives. (laughs) So sad. So after two years of not really seeing any movement on the case, Mm -hmm. and in 2017, like I said, Bill and Billy, another brother, Mm -hmm. sued Jason in civil court. He's found responsible in order to pay the $10 million. Mm -hmm. After the civil verdict, Jason um, submitted some paperwork to try to get it thrown out Mm -hmm. um, because... The, or the paperwork stated that a Joel and John Fallowill were responsible and actually had confessed to the crime, mm. but DCI, which is the Division of Criminal Investigation, mm-hmm. found that the confession must not have been valid okay. because they didn't pursue that. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, their story was that the brothers plus another man had broken into the farmhouse mm-hmm. and while they were in the house, Shirley had like spooked them basically mm-hmm. and they shot her twice. Ugh. Okay. Um, so that's a little... And then so um, June 19... No, I'm sorry. After the civil case, <laughs> two days after that, so mm-hmm. he's found guilty in the civil case, two days after that, he was arrested, Jason was, and okay. um, he happened to be at a gas station, and he was charged with the murder of his mother. Wow. So at the trial, Jason pleads not guilty to not only the murder, but also um, uh, staging the crime scene to make it look like a burglary mm-hmm. that had turned deadly. Okay. 
Prosecutors stated that Jason knew things about the homicide that only the killer would and provided information that incriminated him. Mm -hmm. Um, Jason suggested that a robber had shot his mom and told Bill, the dad, some son of a bitch has robbed you and killed mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Prosecutors stated that Jason was a struggling farmer and killed his mother for financial gain. However, the defense had stated Jason had a net worth of $900,000 and a personal account of $20,000. And if I was reading correctly, the the net worth of Mm $900,000 was, like, lines of credit that you can get through, like, being a farmer. Like, you, you have an open line of credit. Sure, yeah. And they considered that that part of his net worth. Net worth, yeah. Just being, this is money he had access to, maybe. Sure, like if it's like your home or something. Yeah, maybe your something home. Something like something like that. Or farming like equipment, yeah, stuff equipment. like that. Um, and so they were. The defense was saying, no, he's not str- a struggling farmer. He actually mm-hmm. has good yeah. amount of money. Not mm-hmm. only that, he has a personal account of twenty thousand yeah. dollars. Um, defense claimed that the detectives had tunnel vision and didn't follow up on significant evidence. And one of the biggest things, or a few of them, is they didn't take a scope that is a cover for the rifle. Mm -hmm. Or a scope scope cover for the rifle. Mm -hmm. There was a live round in the gun safe, and the gun safe had not been fingerprinted initially. I think they eventually did it, but... Uh, considering she was killed with a gun, yeah. you would think they'd find anything related in right. the house. <laughs> like, They'd be like, there's a gun. There's a gun. We'll test those. There's a gun safe. Let's, <laughs> Let's do that. Um, but they didn't do that initially. Um, prosecutors said that Jason claimed he didn't know about the gun safe, but he actually bought it and had assembled it. Mm. And it was in their par- his parents' house. Mm. Uh, Bill, the dad, stated that he had went to the house, and when he had kissed his wife on the forehead, he noticed the blood was still wet and mm-hmm. still pooling, and that the hogs were still eating, which meant that Shirley had just recently fed them. Okay. So the timeline between Jason getting there and yeah. her being done feeding was or uh, feeding the hogs months. was very little. Yeah. Because if... I guess they had a routine, and by now Bill knows what his wife does, so mm-hmm. like he knows they're still eating. Yeah. It was recent. Yeah. <clears throat> also, if it was a burglary, um, Shirley's purse, w- purse, prescription drugs, checks, and other items were not taken. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Which led the detectives to not believe that it was a burglary. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, interestingly, experts testified that the burglary scene was also staged. Mm-hmm. And authorities did not find DNA that implicated Jason. So it's it's interesting. It interesting. was staged, but they're not seeing that it's Jason. They had no DNA, no fingerprints, no ballistic evidence that pointed to him. Huh. So in the initial um, investigation, um, being that they didn't alert the public to, mm-hmm. like, watch out, be vigilant, mm-hmm. do- lock your doors, like, don't approach or talk to anybody you don't know kind of thing. Yeah. For a time period, at least, they didn't do that. The, um, the de- Shirley, no, I'm sorry, Bill thought that that meant they knew it was within the family. Yeah. So they didn't really pursue anything yeah. else. Right. Um. So, anyways, um, as I had said, Bill and Shirley met in high school. They were married at a young age of 17 and 16, and Shirley was at that time pregnant with their first of three children. Mm-hmm. 
Bill and Shirley grew up on a farm, the farm into what it is now, which is um, they owned over a million dollars worth of farming equipment. The land was worth four million dollars approximately, and they also had a personal savings. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason took up the family practice of farming, and in 2014 asked his dad why he had to rent the land from his parents rather than owning it. Sure. Since he's the only one in the business for the children anyways. Mm-hmm. He's like, why am I renting it? Right. And apparently um, his dad didn't think he was ready for it because he liked to buy expensive equipment. Mm. He was sort of willy-nilly, like, yeah. I want the newest and greatest. Best thing. And he worried that Jason was in debt already. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is before owning. So he, right. I feel like he wanted to... T- Detach from that and maybe wait till he grew up. Yeah, didn't want to like lose whatever property. Yeah, that they had put into it. Yeah. Um, but Bill did offer to sell a portion of the land to Jason, but that particular land was where I, I guess deer ate food. Okay. So it wasn't like great for <laughs> yeah. harvesting things, yeah. and Jason declined to buy it. Um, at the time of the murder, Jason was having an extramarital affair, mm. so that's just another added twist. Um, just and he had more worse, worse, yeah. So he had been texting his girlfriend from a second phone, and apparently he had texted her like sixty times in, in the morning of this mm-hmm. thing, and then like abruptly stopped around the time of the murder. Mm. And I feel like it was stated it was around the time of the murder and not around the time he had discovered her. Sure. So there was a distinction between that, those two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um, at the time of the murder, Jason claims that he was at the, a work facility. So that was at 9.52. He was either um, on camera or something, but the time was 9.52 that they could prove he was there mm-hmm. or he stated he was there. And he called his sister Jana at 11.08. And then 911 at 11.11. And based on my super good Google skills, Mm -hmm. um, I found that Laconia is about 56 um, minutes from where Jason said he was at. Oh, okay. So it's about an hour away. So then I figured if he was at the facility at Mm 9.52 and traveled to his parents' house and called Jana at Mm 11.08, he only had like 16 minutes approximately because it mm-hmm. wasn't like exact locations yeah to um murder his mom so uh, it is possible it's i possible. mean if you just walk in and kill her like i mean you could have like a second glove like put gloves on put something on change like did it change his clothes called his sister yep um the hard part about it is that the rifle was never recovered hmm. but the rifle was a gift from billy one of the the kids Mm -hmm. um that he had given his dad so he feels so bad that the rifle he had given his dad at at a christmas uh celebration was used to kill his mom and he's like he's really bummed about that but they never recovered that gun wow interesting to this day nobody has been found guilty of murdering shirley and the case Mm. is still open Mm. i think jason definitely did it it's interesting. I <laughs> yeah. mean, there's lots of things, but it's it's so hard when the technicians didn't do, like, some basic right. stuff. Yeah. And what I did find in some articles is that um, this 
detective or whatever. He, mm-hmm. they hadn't, they don't have murders in this con- county mm-hmm. like ever. So it's probably not like something that they're super great at anyway. Yeah. yeah. So if it's, <clears throat> he said in the seven years he had been on the force or ta- um, whatever they call it, <clears throat> he hadn't had any kind of murder. Mm-hmm. And if you're. You need to be in whatever job you're doing to do it well. Yeah. So if you're not normally in on murders, yeah. like, you least, just don't know. Right. <clears throat> At least know some of the basics. You gotta know the basics. and As a professional cop, sir, just know the basics. <laughs> know the basics? Know <laughs> basics. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Oh, well, very nice. Very sad, but very nice. I know. Mine are always so sad. <laughs> That's kind of the bummer part about uh, true, true crime. crime. I know. It's never like, and then it was so spooky and cool. She it's always like, die. and she died. <laughs> and now grandma. And nobody gets to see them again. Again. Okay. All right. Well, because it's my birthday. <clears throat> yes. I decided to just talk about my own experiences yeah. with the paranormal. Yeah. Listener. All right. So. Podcaster stories. Starting kind of back when I was a youth yes. like this is a great pretty idea. fairly recently but not like super recent okay okay all right so starting at about the age of seven i don't know how many of these i probably told you but i don't care i okay. love all these stories i'll listen okay. all over again all right so when i was about seven uh my cousin steffi our friend chloe and i were playing with a ouija board in my aunt's garage <laughs> we're all probably like seven eight nine you are years brave old. We were, you know, it was the 90s. <laughs> um, we'd been asking questions like, when are we going to get married? That kind of stuff. Um, and then my cousin had asked the board about her cousin who had recently passed away. She asked if she was okay in heaven. Mm-hmm. And the board, the planchette, moved to yes. So we're all like, ooh, spooky. Um, and then all of a sudden we hear a sound from the back of the garage. And mind you, how the setup of the garage was... It's a it's like a three car garage. Oh. We're in the two car portion of it. Okay. It's pretty open. So there's like one there's like the door for the garage. There's a door that leads into the house. There's some like shelving by us. But that's pretty much it. So there's like okay. not like a ton of stuff. It's not super cluttered. It's so not cluttered. You can see, mo- you can see pretty much everything. Okay. Um mm-hmm. we looked behind us and saw you know those like red like radio flyer wagons Mm -hmm. it had a bunch of barbie dolls in it and it was moving across the garage floor and it had the handle up like somebody was like holding the handle and was it it. tilted like a 45 degree yeah so like like if somebody was like pulling it oh my god so obviously we freak out we book it inside we tell our moms our moms are like probably saw nothing like don't worry about it or like rude (laughs) and so like after a while we kind of like relaxed a little bit and we went back out to the garage we grabbed the board we came back inside and then I think we played a little bit inside but we were like "Mm, you know what good good and I still get creeped out going into the garage like by myself yeah just like like at Christmas time, they'll be like, "Hey, go put this out in the garage," and I'm like, "Do I have to? <laughs> do I have to? Are you sure? <laughs> Somebody else could do it, right?" I, like, I love that you had Barbies in the what's it called? The cart? It's like a I think it's radio flyer. radio flyer. That's awesome. Yeah, it was like a bunch of Barbie dolls. And how was it moving? Like slow. Yeah, like just like. Wow. 
I can still see it in my mind just like moving across. And everybody saw it. Everybody saw it because we're all like, <gasps> and then took off. Oh my god. So, <clears throat> yeah. That's story number one. Between the age of like six and nine, I can't remember exactly how old I was, but I know that it was young. Um, my uncle had been living with us at the time with one of my mom's brothers. Okay. Um, and he was sleeping in our basement. I had this dollhouse that was electric, meaning that it had like a doorbell you could, it could ring oh, on cute. it. They had these little dolls that had these like circle things on the feet that when you would put them in these like circles in throughout the dollhouse it would like talk oh wow so it was like like it was like a family would talk to each other oh cute and i remember one morning i get up and my mom and my uncle are like sitting at our dining room table my mom's like did you get up during the night and i was like no why and she said she's like your uncle said that during the night the dollhouse doorbell kept ringing <laughs> I got the so I'm pretty sure that the dollhouse is like somewhere in our attic now. I can't remember. You still have it? I still have it. It's just like hidden somewhere. Take it out. <laughs> Play a little bit. So set up a camera. Well, continuing on. Yeah, okay, okay. When I was like a teenager, I was home one day during the summer and I was making lunch. When all of a sudden I hear, heard, 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 heard a little girl humming like a few bars of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, just like the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, what the hell was that? And so mm-hmm. I like, I call my mom and she's like, well, I'm sure it was like one of the neighbors or like somebody walking by. I had no windows open okay. since the summer. Yes. And the TV had been on, but it was like some male comedian. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's just like, kind of been, yeah. And then sometime later on, not like that day, but just like later on, I was sleeping and I heard, I don't know if it was in my head or if it was out loud, I heard, you should look at the girl in the room. And I just kind of like, what? And all of a sudden here, you should really look at the girl in the room. So I woke up, but nobody was there. So I always felt like there was a little girl that was haunting our house growing up, but I could never find any proof of it yeah because she you could okay i have to back up yep. dollhouse doorbell yeah could you push it you could push it okay like, you it, could push in order it. to work you had to push it okay oh okay so that's okay and then yeah. the barbies that you put into the or mm-hmm. the dolls into mm-hmm. the circles mm-hmm. would if they were not in the circles did they talk no okay yeah um Okay. <laughs> I don't think I played with it much after that. I was no. like, mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I'm going to go play with anything else now. <laughs> <laughs> anything else. So now, on to the college years. Yes. This is where a lot more stuff happened. Um, when I was living in the freshman dorm on campus, mm-hmm. I won't specify which one mm-hmm. for purposes. Um, there had been a legend that a great nun lived on her floor mm-hmm. and that she would kind of like watch over the students. One night I got up to go use the bathroom and it was like 2 a.m. So I'm kind of like half asleep. Okay, yeah. And I like go in, like in the bathroom stall and it's kind of like it's like a regular like public 
bathroom, so okay. it's like the stall doors. Mm-hmm. I'm like sitting there. I see this gray figure no, no. rush by. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a gray figure. Yeah. Rush by. Do you see um, nun outfits? It looked like okay. it had like the nun form to it. And so I like in my head, I was just like, I don't know what I just saw, but it freaked me out. So I'm just gonna like I got done and like run back to my room, just like was like go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. (laughs) Um, In the same dorm, I was once again playing with a Ouija board, but it was online. You're amazing. (laughs) I was like playing with it, and all of a sudden, I felt this like sense that somebody was standing over my shoulder and was just super angry yeah and so i was just like i'm like i have to get off this board and so i like shut it down and it was like i got spooked and it was gone once i shut that down oh okay so they were sort of like get out of here yeah like get off of this thing stop playing with it they have ouija boards online yeah it was kind of like some i mean it was like 2000 it was like eight, seven, what was it called? Fire Angel or Angel Fire or something like Maybe. that, where they had a lot of yeah. cool things. Yeah. Oh it wow. And even that, whatever the spirit was, mm-hmm. was like, don't. 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 It was probably the nun. It was probably like, do you know what God would say right now? <laughs> he could see what you were doing. God be mad. God be mad. So then, it was probably my sophomore year, um, I had moved into, like, an upperclassman dorm <clears throat> with, like, three friends. Um, it was a newer building, mm-hmm. so I didn't really think much of it. One of my friends, who I will title as OG friend, OG, OG friend, um, was telling me about how she, like, when she would be there by herself, she would hear people, like, somebody walking past her room. Or she would hear a male voice. She'd hear just, like, weird noises. Mm-hmm. She'd hear the shower turn on by itself. Oh, yeah, great. And so I was like, you know, it's probably, like, either the people above us, mm-hmm. maybe next door to us because the walls are kind of thin. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, like, I, I hear it. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I can't do much. Whatever. So. Yeah. <laughs> cool, nerd. <laughs> so one night I was by myself, <laughs> and I was talking with my mom on the phone. And, like, how the room was set up is that it was a kitchenette area. So you walked in, you're in the kitchenette area. There's, like, an island that's connected to the wall, the counter, and then there's, like, a phone, room phone right here by, like, where the island is. So I'm talking on that phone. Oh, okay. Because it's, you know, back in the day, so it was cheaper to use It was corded. Yeah. You didn't want to use your minutes. Yep. (laughs) So more reasonable youths. While I was talking on the phone with her, I heard this crash and like my mom heard it she was just like what was that really okay and so i was like i don't know i'm gonna go check it out she's like okay you know come back right away though so i was like well maybe something like a shower like a shampoo bottle oh, a sure. shower which would happen right yeah so i'd like go in nothing's out of place in the shower room because like the bathroom and the toilet were separated okay from each other i checked the shower room nothing's down so i'm like okay maybe the bath like the toilet room is something fell in there nothing fell in there i checked my room my bedroom i checked one of my roommates bedrooms nothing so i'm like okay maybe it was in the hall closet down at the other end i look in the living room as i going by nothing's out of place there i check the hall closet nothing's out of place my other two roommates 
rooms were locked. So I was like, it must have been something in there. So, so I like walk pippity bop back to the phone. <laughs> I look in the kitchen and this Tupperware container was on the floor in the middle of the kitchen. And you were right there. I was right there. I can see the kitchen in it front didn't of me. Fall it like were. like I, if it did, I never saw it fall. So like in how it's set up is like here like the door, you know, is here cupboard is over here so they're like next like parallel to each other this tupperware container was like kitty corner to where the closet was so it fell from there like so fast and so hard that it made that crashing sound yeah so i would get on the phone i tell my mom i'm like there's a tupperware container it that had to have been it and she's just like that's spooky bye talk to you anyway so good luck so i'm just like oh my god so i tell my roommates about it once again we break out the ouija oh my god supposedly make contact with a male spirit who went by the name of jerry um jerry jerry he said that he liked my friend who heard the noises originally the og friend so one night my roommates and I are getting ready for bed. Um, OG friend is in the bathroom mm-hmm. getting ready for bed. One of the roommates is in her bedroom. The other roommate is in her bedroom. I'm in the kitchen. And we had shower curtains that we would put up over our closets just to kind of like cover it up, make it look cute. Mm-hmm. And I could hear one of them move. And yep. I figured it was, like, my friend that was in the bedroom. Getting ready. Yeah, just, like, doing right. something. All of a sudden, I hear her go. She, like, t- kind of, like, asks, says the name of our friend that was in the bathroom. Just, like, kind of, like, spooked out. Did you do that? Yeah, kind of, like, did you, like, like, you know. Yeah. And so, I'm, like, oh, she's in the bathroom. And she goes, did you hear that? And I was, like. Wasn't that you? <laughs> and she's like, no. <laughs> oh, no. So we like she like our friend comes out of the bathroom. And we're like, um, pretty sure we just heard your shower curtain move in your bedroom. And so she's like, oh my god. So she goes in, and like it's we she like we couldn't tell if she had done it, but it was like open a little bit. Okay. So obviously we're freaked out. Another point, like later on OG friend and I are sitting on our couch in our living room just Mm -hmm. chatting I'm facing the kitchen and then she's facing me so she's looking out the window in the living room and we're just chatting and all of a sudden she does this blood curdling scream and I'm like what and our friend had come out of her bedroom with her boyfriend and she was like she turned to her and she's like, didn't you just come out of your bedroom? No. And she's like, no, like, I just came out. And she's like, I swear I saw a girl with blonde hair walk behind me in the window. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Look at my arms. <laughs> <laughs> so we moved out of that dorm <laughs> that, you know, like, that uh, summer. Yeah. So then now we're in the other dorm okay like kitty corner to us it came with us Great. whatever this was it would set off our smoke detectors at random <laughs> and it like we knew it wasn't 
like the test battery going off because it was random smoke detectors and it was like if you press like the test button on them it's like that sound yeah. on a smoke detector it's not like the dying battery beep okay so if do that we'd be like in the bathroom and we would see handprints in the mirror from like the nope. just like the steam from the shower one of our friends who like we spent the summer with us um she said that one night she was basically paralyzed and she could see a little boy standing in her bedroom doorway with like glowing eyes mm-hmm. just like staring at her mm-hmm. and she couldn't speak so i'm like she must have had like sleep paralysis and she's like no i swear i saw this boy and so like until he left she couldn't move or talk wow so then He's like look at me lady okay look at me look at me Look, Linda. <laughs> Look, Linda. Linda, Linda listen. <laughs> um, her name wasn't Linda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was perfect. Though. So, let's see here. In the fall, a couple of other friends had moved in to that apartment. So it was me, OG friend, and now these two new friends. The two new friends and my OG friend had gone to a study session on campus. I was at an internship. This is one I've told you before. I, it's like on campus where my internship was, so I'm like walking back, and what's was kind of creepy is, it's like a cold winter night, the lamp lights are going out, kind of like periodically as I'm walking by, so I'm like, this is weird. Good security. Good security. I go back to the dorm, I just turn on the lamp next to our TV, how it's set up is... There's, like, the door entrance to the dorm leads into a kitchen, which is, like, a full kitchen. Mm-hmm. That it leads into a long hallway, so it's, like, T-shaped, okay. which leads into our living room where there's, like, a large window. Okay. Then down the T-shaped hallway are the bedrooms and the bathrooms. And then we had our couch facing the window, and then the TV was at, a, like, a kitty corner in the corner. Okay. So I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching Wheel of Fortune as any college student Young does, does. does <laughs> on a Wednesday night or whatever it was. And I glance out the window and I can see my reflection because the lamp is on, so it's like cause that like mirroring effect mm-hmm. on there. I look at myself and I see a man standing behind me. No. He's bent over the couch he's got his arm resting on the back of the couch he's got his face inches away from mine and he's got on like a blue shirt he's got black hair he looks tan but I don't know if that was just because of like the lighting but he's just staring at me so is he and face I, to face he is so like I'm sitting here his face is like on the side staring here, at the side, side of your side, head side staring at the side no. of my head and like I can tell he's mad no so I'm like I like and he's translucent, too. So I know that this dude is not there. Like, you know. And so I, like, look back at the TV and I'm like, please don't be there. Please don't be there. Please don't be there. So when I look back at the mirror, like, the window, he's gone. Oh, my god. And so I, like, get up. I turn on every light in the place. Yes. My roommates come back and I'm like, we cannot have this couch face, this window. Because <laughs> <laughs> if he's there, I don't want to know. Yeah, so I'm like, so we like move the couch back. So that was kind of like the last 
thing that happened to me. I'm like over here like, that <laughs> <freaked> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was the last thing that happened in the dorm itself. I think I've had friends who have lived in that specific dorm and they say that they haven't had anything but also my like OG friend says that she's had experiences at her house. Okay. So we're like maybe a follow her. I think mayhaps I have seen a UFO in that room. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which we talked about in this. So for like that story, like we had moved the couch so it's, you know, against the wall now. And I'm like on my like doing homework out in the living room. And I look outside, it's night, and I'm like, wow, that moon looks so big tonight. <laughs> like, cause, like, it's like this giant glowing circle in the sky, and I'm like, huh, it's so close and it's so big, that's so weird. <laughs> and, like, I should have known that it was a little weird because it didn't have, like, that moon surface mm-hmm. to yeah. it. Craters or Craters whatever. or anything, and all of a sudden it starts moving above the tree lines, like, to the right, and I was like, <gasps> so I, like get up I book it into OG friend's room I basically almost like claw her curtains off her window and I'm just like there's something outside there's something outside and when I opened it it was gone so like okay I guess you can't show you anything you're like okay yeah weirdo weirdo so now more like recent years I think this might have been like last year super recent um I was at home one night talking with my mom we're in our dining room and so like how that's set up is like there's a dining room there's an entrance to our kitchen here there's an entrance to the bathroom here in the middle is we have like a secretary which is like a um a secretary with a curio cabinet so it's just like a glass cabinet okay with like this dresser type looking thing attached to it i'm facing towards like the kitchen so i can see into the kitchen and the bathroom oh, okay yeah my mom's sitting next to me so she can see into the living room and as we're talking and I'm looking and all of a sudden this shadow comes around the kitchen corner it's low and it just just goes around the corner and I'm like looking at it and my mom goes did you see that and I'm like the shadow and she's like yeah I was like yeah I saw it down there and she's like when I saw it it was about four feet up. Mm. So that's one of the experiences that I've had recently. And you have two kitties. In I have that. two kitties. It was not a cat. It, no. Okay. It was a shadow. Like, like if you. What size are we talking? It, I mean, it was small. Yeah. Like it looked like. We also feel like we like some of our cats might be like our, our cats that have previously passed on might be haunted. Cause like my mom always feels. A cat jumping up on their bed oh, wow. and then like walking around but there's no cat there oh, interesting. so it could have been like cat shaped okay but for her it was like it was standing okay and walking two-legged cat two-legged yeah. kitty cat walking walking four feet up <laughs> oh my god so those are some of my experiences well you tell your most recent one with your mom when you just lost oh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i got out to dinner with a friend and I came home, and I'm like, hi, Mom. And she's like, are you ready for this? <laughs> and I'm like, no, but okay. So she goes, I'm sitting here, and like, and she's in the living room. My bedroom is, like, next to the living room. And she was watching TV, and she said, I look over at your doorway, and I can see something walking 
just like the shadow underneath the doorway and she was like oh must be birdie one of our cats and then birdie like sits up from the couch just like hi <laughs> so was it me it's not me so she was just like <gasps> so she told me that and i was just like Thank you. <laughs> now I get to sleep in there. Yeah. It wasn't your other kitty cat? No, because she was passed out around the chair next okay. to my mom. So she was visible. Yeah. Definitely She was not. visible. Like, Birdie was kind of, like, hidden by some pillows that were on the couch. So she was just like, oh, it's got to be Birdie. And then Birdie's like, mm, great pumpkin. Like, just like, mm, what's, what's it? it? <laughs> so, well, yeah. do you think when you were seven years old, mm-hmm. you opened the gates? now you're open to it mayhaps you know it was kind of weird it's a story that like i haven't told many people when i was little and it's one of those things where i don't know if it was a dream or if it was real yeah i had been sitting my with my grandpa outside it's at night we're sitting on this picnic table that we have in our backyard and he goes would you ever like if grandma ever remarried would you call him grandpa what is that question? Yeah, and I was just like, like, no, Grandpa, you're my Grandpa. Yeah. My Grandpa died when I was six years old. Okay. So, like, I can't, like, it's one of those things where, like, for years I thought it was, like, real. Mm-hmm. But then my aunt had told me, like, in the past few years that after my Grandpa had passed away, this family friend was pursuing my Grandma mm-hmm. and trying to, like, see if she would she would marry him so now I'm like did I have a dream with my grandpa and he was like if if grandma ever remembered like Mary's do you love me really yeah like yeah like would you how would you call him grandpa so it's kind of like have I always had this like thing did that was a portal open when I used a Ouija board (laughs) I should ask my cousin if she's had a lot of experience although she kind of has okay so it's kind of like maybe Maybe something happened that day. Maybe it's a family thing, too. Yeah. Well, my, my mom's had experiences. My aunt. Well, my aunts. So. So, Spooky Town, USA, everybody. Thanks for bringing me there. Because yeah. I had goosebumps. Yeah. I had tears in my eyes. I know. I looked at your eyes. I'm like, is she crying? <laughs> yes. I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm really scared. Because when you know the, the general place, I don't know mm-hmm. that I've ever been on the dorms you lived in but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean just knowing mm-hmm. the places it's yeah. that makes it more scary yeah close <laughs> it's very close so well thanks for listening yeah thanks we, everybody we gotta bug out but yeah um we'll be back later this week yep. and I don't think we talked about any photos we need to attach so I think we're good there no no and yeah, have a great week. Have a great week. And ha- Wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> I was just going to say happy birthday, Anna. Happy I birthday. I hope it's the best day you have. Thank you very much. <laughs> happy birthday. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye. Love you. <laughs>